Hello and welcome to the Sportscast podcast. Today is the pre-event special for the return of the Premier League this weekend. We'll be having a look at favourites for the title, Champions League spots, relegation, going through transfers from teams and then just having a look forward to the season. Uh, Different sort of slight rule changes. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Sportscast podcast. This is the big one. It's the Premier League pre-event special. The most prestigious league in the world. The one where everybody wants to play. Arguably now they want to play in Saudi, but that generally is after they've played in the Premier League. It kicks off tomorrow night with reigning champions away at former player Vincent Company's Burnley. Burnley, after smashing the Championship, are back in the Premier League. Signing a couple of Man City players along the way. Um, And then, obviously, that takes us into Saturday, where the lunchtime kick-off is Arsenal versus Nottingham Forest at the Emirates. And then, on Sunday, Chelsea-Liverpool is a nice, big game to start us off for the season. So... This year, the Premier League, the favourites really, two standouts, Manchester City and Arsenal. Can't really see a Man United, Liverpool, that have maybe recruited enough to really challenge those two teams. And then relegation, Luton, Sheffield United and Wolves, who lost their manager this week and have replaced him with Gary O'Neill. It's been a very busy transfer window with some massive fees paid for some big players. You've had Arsenal have brought in Havertz from Chelsea, Declan Rice for £105 million from West Ham and Timber from Ajax. Xhaka has gone to buy Leverkusen and not it's not on yet, but David Rea looks like he's going to be going to Arsenal from Brentford. Um Initially, a loan for the season with an appearance clause to then buy him for £27 million, with a, a total sort of package of about £30 million, which is odd considering Spurs had a £40 million bid turned down. So maybe they're looking out for the best interest of the player rather than the monetary gain. Villa, been a bit quiet, brought in Paul Torres from Villarreal for £33 million. Bournemouth themselves have brought in Hamed Traore for twenty million, and Justin Clivert from Roma for nine and a half million. A player that was looking like he was going to be, you know, another generational type player, but as he sort of matured a little bit, he's probably not kicked on as much as he wanted. So come over to the Premier League, you don't know what can happen. Brighton have been busy both ways. They've brought in João Pedro, James Milner. They've lost Mac Allister to Liverpool and Sanchez to Chelsea, which is a bit of a weird one for Chelsea. Uh, they lost Mendy over to Saudi, but uh, they've got Kepa. So Sanchez 
you'd, you'd maybe, you know, is he a first-team keeper for Chelsea? Not sure. Kepa's been inconsistent. Burnley have brought in James Trafford from Man City for nineteen million. I think that's a little bit of Vincent Company pull there for to his former club. Chelsea have been probably the busiest with Nkunku, who unfortunately has had knee surgery now, so he looks to be out until the new year. Sanchez, Nicholas Jackson brought in up front. They've lost a number of players, um, which you could argue that Graham Potter brought in maybe, or even Thomas Tuchel at the start of last year, brought in too many players. They spent quite a few hundred million. The new owners just sort of threw money to try and get it to stick. So I think um, I think they've, they've sort of got rid of a lot of that now, recouped some of the money, got players off the wage bill. Um, they've, they've brought in well, and they've got rid of, obviously, Havertz to Arsenal, Kovacic to... Man City, which we'll cover with cities. Loftus-Cheek, Mason Mount, Pulisic has gone to Milan, Ampadu has gone to Leeds, Kalubri, Mendy have gone to, and Kante have gone to Saudi Arabia. Askolopeta has left after many years at the club and Aubameyang has gone. Crystal Palace have been pretty quiet, really, and probably not in the best of positions they've lost Jack Butland to Rangers and Zaha to Galatasaray both players leaving for free Zaha linked for you know sort of 20 30 million last summer with a year left on his contract and now he's gone for free Everton pretty similar um they've brought in Ashley Young on a free uh, they've lost Mina Tom Davies and Townsend who they've just not renewed the contracts for for those players which Predominantly have been big squad players over the years. Liverpool have brought in Mac Allister. They've lost Henderson, Firmino, Milner, Naby Keita and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Again, Henderson, Firmino, probably the two big ones. Gone over to Saudi Arabia. Milner on a free to uh, Brighton. And Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain looks set to sign with Besiktas in Turkey. Man City have brought in Kovacic and Gavardiol. Kovacic from Chelsea. It seems to be a good squad player. Bit of depth there. You know, they've got the treble last year, so ensuring they've got enough players to maintain that level of football. And then for me, probably the most exciting one is the Gavardiol signing from Leipzig. Uh, the young 21, 22 year old left footed defender. For me, is probably the best bit of business anyone's done this window and probably for the next couple as well. He's going to be a fantastic player and really, really pleased to see him in the Premier League. Man United have brought in Mason Mount from Chelsea. Again, a bit more of a squad player type of signing. Uh, Onana in goal, uh, replacing the departed David De Gea. Seems a good signing. He's getting a little bit of flack pre-season, getting caught off his line, but we know that that's his style of play, being that sweeper type of player. And then they've brought in Hodgland from Atalanta, who I don't know too much about. He's a tall, athletic, Northern European type of player, which there's been one of them in the Premier League for the last 12 months who's done pretty well. So it'll be interesting to see how he's done. 
They've got rid of Anthony Alanga. Charlie Savage, which I was quite surprised at, considering this year they've put him in to the first team and then and then sold him to Reading. De Gea has gone on a free and Phil Jones has been released and they are still unattached. Newcastle have brought in Harvey Barnes, Sandro Tonali, who Tonali for me would have been the second best signing of the summer. Uh, I think he's a fantastic player that they've brought in. Um, solid sort of central defensive midfielder. So really excited to see how he does. A lot of rumours, he's not probably overly happy here. Didn't want to leave Milan, things like that. But I think Eddie Howe and the Newcastle team are on the verge of something big. I don't think they'll get a Premier League. I think they'll have a good Champions League run, maybe an FA Cup. But they'll not challenge for the Premier League or the Champions League in the next maybe sort of three to five years. But he's got an opportunity to be part of something massive going on there. And then... They've brought in Livermorento from Southampton. They've sort of taken him. A few teams were interested and they've taken him as well. They've lost Chris Wood, Matty Longstaff, and also probably arguably one of their probably their second best player last year in Saint Maximum. Um, a little bit iffy around it. He's gone to Saudi Arabia when Newcastle are owned by the same people. So I think there's. Thankfully, it's not been a, a ridiculous fee to help Newcastle get around FFP and, and things like that. It seems to be all the rumours early on that what they were doing around buying these players for these teams and could loan them back to Newcastle, etc, etc. None of that's happened, which is nice. Notts Forest and Sheffield United haven't really done anything either way. They've, they've, um, there's talks of maybe Brennan Johnson being linked with Tottenham, but nothing going on at the minute. Um, that just seems to be sort of squad players that have been brought in and, and, and let go of there. Spurs have brought, well, they've made Kulikeski a permanent signing. There was a loan with an option to buy, which they've, they've, they've activated. Uh, Madison from Leicester is a big one. I think he's going to be the creative type of player that they need since they've lost Ericsson. And then Solomon from Turkey. They've got Ashley Phillips, the young centre-half from Blackburn. Um, probably that's more one for the future. He's only 18. He'll probably go out on loan or something um, to get a bit of game time. And then Van der Ven from Wolfsburg. Got rid of Harry Winks, Lucas Mora. And then Rondon looks set to go to Leeds. West Ham. They've got, obviously, they've sold Declan Rice. They've been pretty smart with the money. They're not doing anything too much. Um, early reports are that Harry Maguire for £30 million, um, looks to be pretty much done to uh, to West Ham. So, fingers crossed they can get that done. Um, and then I think they're wanting... Uh, oh, they, they are signing Alvarez as well. So, get the sort of... that Edison Alvarez from Ajax, that centre midfielder, to replace uh, Declan Rice. Wolves... Very, very quiet. They've lost uh, the manager. They've brought in Matt Doherty back uh, to the club uh, from Atletico Madrid and they've sold Ruben Neves. So, very busy transfer window. Nothing, no, you know, no team's done anything absolutely exceptional. You could argue Chelsea have recruited a couple of good players and got rid of a lot of, off the wage bill. Spurs look like they could be sort of losing Harry Kane to Bayern Munich with a bid accepted of €100 million Euros this morning. Who knows what's going to happen. Last season, Erling Haaland, the 
I mean, he absolutely dominated the scoring. I don't think we'll ever, apart from if he does it again this year, I don't think we'll see anyone do do anything like that. So, um, especially if Harry Kane does go to Bayern Munich, it's not going to leave many 30, 35 goals a season strikers in the Premier League. Liverpool, Spurs pushing for top four. Obviously, last season saw Newcastle get back there with Manchester United ahead of, well, behind Man City and Arsenal. I don't think Newcastle will get top four this year because I don't think they've brought in enough to help them with having Champions League this year. Uh, so I think we will see Liverpool or Spurs back into that top four. I think it will be Liverpool. And this season sees new rulings around the referees where they are clamping down on time-wasting, kicking the ball away, um, much quicker yellow cards and also injury time. So I think this last weekend there was something around about four out of the 46 um, EFL games where they they was played under 100 minutes. So the, the games will be going on for much longer, which gives, you'd think, more opportunity to play football, but I think a lot of it is to get rid of the time-wasting, get rid of the playing around, and, and I think... I'm not sure it's the right move. I think there are other areas for the Premier League to to improve around VAR and, and things like that. But it's a long season ahead. We'll keep you up to date week by week with the goings on. Um, and we will see you on Sunday. <laughs>